Are you open to running for president again? Oh, <laughs> no. come on. Just no. long runway. No, but I'm... <laughs> Today, I'm announcing the United States is targeting the main artery of Russia's economy. We're banning all imports of Russian oil and gas and energy. And there are 9,000 unused approved drilling permits. So I would suggest you ask the oil companies why they're not using those if there's a desire to drill more. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. This is a special edition of the Sean Hannity Show. America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number 206. Right, hour two, Sean Hannity Show, 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the program, let's go back to Joe Biden's announcement, a ban on all Russian oil uh, and gas imports into the U.S., which should have been done from day one, as we've been saying. Only public pressure brought him to this point, but here's what he said. Today, I'm announcing the United States is targeting the main artery of Russia's economy. We're banning all imports of Russian oil and gas and energy. That means Russian oil will no longer be acceptable at U.S. ports, and the American people will deal another powerful blow to Putin's war machine. This is a move that has strong bipartisan support in Congress and, I believe, in the country. Americans have rallied support, have rallied to support their Ukrainian people and made it clear we will not be part of subsidizing Putin's war. This made, we made this decision in close consultation with our allies and our partners around the world, particularly in Europe, because a united response to Putin's aggression has been my overriding focus to keep all NATO and all of the EU and our allies totally united. OK, thanks, Joey. Now, instead, what he's going to negotiate with Iran when really the person that he's negotiating with is Russia. And then he's going to unleash what sanctioned money in the in terms of tens of billions of dollars, uh, sanctions that will not have any place, any time inspections. Uh, oh, great. That's not going to exist in that deal. It will still allow eventually for Iran to get a nuclear weapon, which is a dumb deal. Then we're going to have more more monies dropped on a tarmac and and the mullahs will be happy again. And part of the deal is, oh, we get to import oil from Iran. The people that say death to America, death to Israel. The same people threatening to wipe us off the map. Great, great idea, Joe. And then talks with the Venezuelan thug murdering dictator. Oh, let's make him rich again. Let's make Iran rich again. Let's make Russia rich again. Let's beg the Saudis to, to produce more oil. And let's ignore all the energy resources we have in this country. You, you can't make this up. Uh, Joey went into how Russia's war in Ukraine is causing gas prices to go up. Uh, with all due respect, Joe, that started right away when you put your radical anti-American energy plans into place. It was up a buck fifty a gallon uh, before we even got to this point. Listen, the decision today is not without cost here at home. Putin's war is already hurting American families at the gas pump. Since Putin began his military buildup on Ukrainian borders, just since then, the price of the gas at the pump in America went up seventy-five cents. And with this action, it's going to go up further. I'm going to do everything I can to minimize Putin's price hike here at home. 
In coordination with our partners, we've already announced that we're releasing 60 million barrels of oil from our joint oil reserves. Half of that, 30 billion, million, excuse me, is coming from the United States. And we're taking steps to ensure the reliable supply of global energy. Okay. And lastly, then Joe goes on to say, it's simply not true that I am holding back domestic energy production. There are 9,000 permits to drill now. Now, the American Petroleum Institute responded to that saying, yeah, uh, we're at a two-decade high for percentage of leases in production, with nearly two out of three leases producing natural gas and oil. Leases are issued prior to exploration. Not every acreage of leased land has the resources to tap into, despite substantial investments by developers, and with production still below pre-pandemic levels, uh, an imbalance between supply and demand is being exacerbated by the Russian invasion into Ukraine. It's time for the administration to support domestic production and send a message that America is open for energy investment. Now, it's the same Biden as you listen to this. Remember, he canceled the Keystone XL pipeline. He stopped and put a pause on new oil and gas leases on federal lands. Uh, he added new and updated really restrictive environmental rules and new rules on emissions. He joins the Paris Climate Agreement once again, and he took away all the Anwar uh, oil off the table that Donald Trump had opened up. So he's lying when he says this. Listen. It's simply not true that my administration or policies are holding back domestic energy production. That's simply not true. Even amid the pandemic, Companies in the United States pumped more oil during my first year in office than they did during my predecessor's first year. We're approaching a record levels of oil and gas production in the United States, and we're on track to set a record oil production next year. In the United States, 90% of onshore oil production takes place on land that isn't owned by the federal government. And of the remaining 10%, that occurs on federal land, the oil and gas industry has millions of acres leased. They have 9,000 permits to drill now. They could be drilling right now, yesterday, last week, last year. They have 9,000 to drill onshore that are already approved. So let me be clear. Let me be clear. They are not using them for production now. That's their decision. These are the facts. Hey, Joey. We should be honest about the facts. Let's be honest about the facts. Not every one of those acres that you talk about and leases that you talk about uh, have proven to have any reserves at all. So that does not negate all the restrictions and regulations you put on the industry. Anyway, joining us uh, now, we have the chairman of the Republican Study Committee, Indiana Congressman Jim Banks. I'm glad to hear, Congressman, that you're going to be back on the ballot. Uh, congratulations, something that I, I don't think you should have uh, had to fight for. Yeah, thank you, Sean. We we cleared that out of the way. Uh, once again, these are the, the tactics from the left. They they want to kick our name off the ballot. They want to take away our voice on social media. They want to take our take away our right to vote for whoever we want to vote for. But uh, we we got to fight back. I don't I don't back down from a fight. In this case, we uh, we won this fight. Well, we enthusiastically support your reelection. I don't think you're going to have much of a problem, Congressman uh, August uh, uh, is back with us. Colonel in the uh, U.S. Uh, Air Force Reserves, flew F-22s, advised NATO. Um, let's start with the energy side of it. And I'll start with you, uh, Congressman Pfluger, because you're from Texas. And we, you know, we're going to have Rick Perry at the bottom of the hour. My understanding is that a lot of the leases that they keep referring to 
um, are not areas where they've even identified that energy actually exists. Is that true? Well, Sean, thanks for having me. And you're absolutely right. This is the disinformation campaign that the Biden administration tries to wage. And unfortunately, Americans and the rest of the world are seeing through it. There are six LNG export facilities that need to be approved right now. It could increase the capacity for our own domestic exports out of the country of LNG by 20% if the Biden administration would approve them today. So they they talk about these 9,000 permits. Well, you know, just like you said, that doesn't mean that that we're actually going to get the resources there. Uh, And, oh, by the way, it's much more complicated than just one permit. You need several permits in a lot of cases uh, for the pipelines, you know, talk about the Mountain Valley Pipeline or some of these others that can get the product where it needs to go, strengthen our own energy security, become dominant again. And to hear Biden saying that U.S. oil companies are to blame for this crisis is just absolutely ridiculous. It is his policies starting on January 20th, 2021 that are to blame. Well, I mean, that's the whole point. He did it inherit energy independence, did he not, uh, Congressman? Banks, did he not inherit an America that was a net exporter of energy? Yeah, for the first time in, in, uh, in, in a long time. Donald Trump made us energy independent. And on day one, Joe Biden made us reliant on foreign countries for our oil and gas once again. That's what's so insane about all of this. Instead of turning to American energy, this, this president, even though he finally did the right, the right thing by banning Russian oil imports, at the same time, he's turning to two other bad guys. So he's so he's so he's, he's going to shut off one bad guy in Russia, but he's going to turn to two other bad guys in Venezuela and Iran, and uh, and and buy more oil and enrich those regime regimes instead of turning to American energy producers, American jobs, American oil and gas. It's, it's absolutely insane, Sean. It's today, it's why today I introduced a new bill: no oil for from terrorists act to stop this president from doing what he wants to do, which is buy oil from Iran, one of the greatest adversaries that we face in the world today. He's rushing to. It's the number one congressman. It's the number one state sponsor of terrorism. This is not complicated. Why we're even sitting at a table with them, why we're willing to open up sanctioned money in terms of tens of billions of dollars, why we would ever agree to a, a, a nuclear deal that would not allow for any place, any time inspections by Americans uh, and why we'd want their oil in the first place to make them rich again is insanity to me. Yeah, it, it is insanity. That's why my bill, the No Oil from Terrorist Act, would stop Joe Biden from negotiating for oil with Iran. I can't believe that it takes a bill to stop him to do it, but that's why we introduced it today. You think you can get any Democratic support, any crossover voting or no? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, at this point, Sean, you can see Democrats all over Capitol Hill fleeing from Joe Biden. I mean, they, they at this point, they're they're admitting he's they, they know he's a disaster. They knew they've known that for a long time. Now, finally, they're they're speaking out against him, too. I mean, they're they're the reason that he banned Russian oil uh, imports today. It took Democrats to push him to do that. So we're, we're going to ask Democrats. Uh, we're going to at least force their hand, ask them to, to, to say no, to come and join us and, and sign on to our bill. It's a common sense bill. Quick break. We'll come back more with Congressman Jim Banks of Indiana, Congressman August Fluger of Texas as we continue. Look, you know, I'm a pure talk customer. Um, I've told you how many times I just love this service. Hundreds and hundreds of thousands of you have made the switch and you're all saving money. Uh, we have a five five star review from David in New York. He says, 
I was pretty hesitant about changing from Verizon to Pure Talk, but I was shocked to learn that the exact same plan that I had with Verizon was uh, that, and I paid one hundred and seventy dollars for would only be forty nine dollars with Pure Talk. My next concern would be, all right, how difficult will it be to make that change? Well, it was simple. Verizon quickly gave me a code number. They never even tried to talk me out of it. I now have the same exact plan, but I'm saving 120 bucks a month. So join this stampede. Save money, especially in these inflationary times. Uh, this is real money in your pocket. The average family saving close to 1000 bucks a year. And you can save by simply dialing pound 250 on your cell phone, saying the keyword save now. If you do it today, you'll get an additional 50% off your first month. It can, you can be switched over to Pure Talk service in less than 10 minutes. Just dial pound 250, keyword save now, real money in your pocket, for the exact same service from Pure Talk. Joe Biden can't spell it, and he can't keep them for the American people. Check out the Sean Hannity Jobs Forum today. Now, Hannity's on Coast to Coast. As we continue with Congressman Jim Banks of Indiana and Congressman August Pfluger of Texas, I don't see one move that he's making, Congressman of Pfluger, that is going to impact the price of a, a gallon of gasoline at the pump. I don't see how it's going to reduce the cost of energy in this country. And meanwhile, I just scratched my wooden conservative head here, and I'm thinking, wouldn't it be better, smarter, wiser if we were the masters of our own destiny and we produced our own energy? That would be coal, uh, natural gas, and, and oil? Well, Sean, you're absolutely right. And, and last time we talked about Midland over Moscow, that's what he needs to do. It's not just a slogan. He, he needs to stop the regulatory assault on our own energy development. He needs to end the federal freeze on all new oil and gas projects. He needs to fast-track pending LNG export permits. I mean, these are just a couple of the steps that need to be taken. But what he's doing right now is, is blaming American producers, which is completely false, and then putting money back into the hands of terrorists, uh, just like Chairman Banks just said. What, a, a very, very good point for all Americans to understand that we're taking money maybe away from Putin for a second and putting it into either Venezuelan or Iranian hands to sponsor terrorism. Just uh, it's atrocious uh, to, to hear the blame game here when we have the capacity to do it ourselves and to focus right here on U.S. domestic production that helps our own energy security and, and quite frankly, that of our allies and partners. You know, Jim Banks, I've been asking this question regularly and I've not gotten a sufficient answer from anybody. If the argument is about climate change and climate change alarmism and new green dealism, uh, tell me what difference it makes to Mother Earth if you drill for oil in Russia or you drill for it in Iran or you drill for it in Saudi Arabia or the Middle East or you drill for it in Venezuela or you drill for it in America when it pretty much have the same impact on the environment. If anything, America does it more cleanly than anyone else. Yeah, I, I scratch my head about this as well. The Democrat, you ask the Democrats this question, they can't answer it. How is it environmentally more friendly to drill in Saudi Arabia, Iran, Venezuela than it is in the United States of America? There's no good answer to that because the only answer to this is this is about 
the Democrats' radical Green New Deal agenda and transforming America into a socialist country. And it's these efforts by, by Joe Biden and this administration that are getting us, getting them path, uh, further down this path toward their radical agenda. We've got to stop them. And the American people, um, they're, 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 they can feel it. They see it. They know more than ever that Democrats have no association anymore at all, Sean, with working class blue collar Americans who are who are paying more for gas than they've ever paid before in American history because of this this president and these democrats and and that's why there's there's gonna, there's there's going to be there's got to be a red wave election in November to throw these bums out and replace them with people who want to put America members of congress who will come here and fight to put America first instead of putting America last in all of these decisions that Joe Biden has made are you confident, Congressman Pfluger, that we're going to provide the Ukrainians enough uh, javelins and Stinger missiles that they can be successful in their fight against Russia? Well, Sean, it's a great question. You, you alluded to my service as an F-22 pilot. And, you know, we've, we've been pushing the administration to do this for months. Uh, and they've, they've slow rolled it. They've, uh, President Biden said something interesting the other day. He said, we've known for weeks that Ukraine could get invaded. And, and excuse me, Mr. President, the rest of the world has known that for months. And, and we've been demanding that you take action. And, you know, uh, they need all the lethal aid that, that they can get. Zelensky is not asking for troops on the ground, U.S. troops on the ground. Uh, he is a leader. He's a courageous person. I met with him five weeks ago and he said they were going to fight, but they need help. Uh, and they, they need to uh, to receive that aid. And I'd, I'd go a step further. They, they also need those airplanes, those MiGs and Sukhois uh, from some of the uh, NATO countries who were former Soviet Union countries to help them set up their own no-fly zone so that they can protect their own sovereign borders and their own sovereign airspace. Unbelievable. We appreciate both of you and your analysis. Thank you both. When we come back, former uh, governor of Texas, Rick Perry, former energy secretary, Rick Perry, uh, he knows a thing or two about energy. Uh, we'll get his take on what's going on. 800-941-SEAN is our number if you want to be a part of the program. Sean Hannity Show, a thermonuclear MMA assault on fake news. Hannity's on right now. I-25 to the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to join us. So with all that is happening and even predictions as high as $200 a barrel of, of oil, which is unfathomable, Russia even saying $300 a barrel, it, it's it's unbelievable. You would think Joe Biden today would have come out and said, I have consulted with all of our energy producers in America and I have authorized them to expedite exploration, extraction of as much energy and natural gas as possible to return to energy independence and to also produce as much energy as possible for our NATO allies, Western European allies. But no, Um you know, Russia's war on Ukraine should motivate us to accelerate a transition to clean energy, he said. It's simply not true that my administration's policies are holding back domestic energy production, he said. Um, we know that's a lie because he canceled the Keystone XL pipeline. He put a full pause on new oil and gas uh, leases on federal lands. 
uh, new and updated environmental restrictions and rules on emissions that are killing uh, energy-producing industries, rejoining the Paris Climate Agreement, ending all Alaska and Anwar drilling, close that off, uh, and... You know, we just get the same talking points. You know, it's uh, it's pretty unbelievable. Anyway, here's Joe uh, and his his belief that our the answer to this crisis is green energy. Three consecutive American presidents have enjoyed stints of explosive economic growth due to a boom in oil and natural gas production. As president, would you be willing to sacrifice some of that growth? Even knowing potentially that it could displace thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of blue collar workers in the interest of transitioning to that greener economy? The answer is yes. We're going to make it easier for American consumers to switch to electric vehicles as well. We're going to have an opportunity, I believe, in the next round here to use the my uh, green economy, my, my green deal, or uh, to be able to generate both economic growth and consistent with the kind of infusion of monies we need into the system to keep it going. But the reason I don't know, I'm not opposed to the Green New Deal. What I did was went, I thought, beyond, at least in more detail, what the Green New Deal is calling for. I've argued against any more oil drilling or gas drilling on federal lands. But I don't think we'd get it done in terms of getting the votes to get it done to say all fracking that's going on now ends unless you can show there's some physical security need or worried about explosions, et cetera, which is a legitimate thing to worry about. But I would not allow any more. Thank you, Mr. Vice President. Just to clarify, would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, it would be, we, would, we would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated and no more subsidies for either one of those, either any fossil fuel. And meanwhile, he still to this day has been importing oil from Russia, talks with Venezuela, Iran, OPEC, OPEC, which has rejected his call to increase production numerous times. So we're going to go to the world's biggest big dictators and thugs and beg for them to uh, produce more energy. U.S. gas prices now officially have hit an all-time high. Has Biden banning Russian oil imports finally? Um, yeah, at gas tank, at gas stations all across the country, these uh, pictures of Joe are showing up. I did that, meaning the high price of oil. Russia warns oil could hit three hundred dollars a barrel. Uh, the Bank of America is now forecasting oil to go to two hundred dollars a barrel, and it is literally crushing. Um, this country economically, on top of the 40-year high of inflation that we already have, uh, we're pleased to have back former Texas Governor Rick Perry. He was also former Energy Secretary. He knows a thing or two about energy. Uh, sir, welcome back to the program. It's good to be with you, Sean. Thanks. Um, wish it wasn't under these conditions, but uh, we are facing some of the most inept uh, leadership in this country, I think, in our history. But uh, we can you know, get into I that in a little bit. But uh, um it is really a sad thing that's happening, not just for America, but for the world. Can you explain to me why the president steadfastly refuses to talk to states like your state of Texas, Oklahoma, Alaska, uh, Pennsylvania for natural gas, Ohio for natural gas, all these other uh, gas producing states that we have? explain this reluctance and resistance and preference to go to the world's dictators for energy rather than produce it domestically. 
Well, I, I can't give you an intellectual reason for it, but I can give you, I think, a philosophical reason. It's his philosophy that he is so bought into uh, with the left, with the AOCs of the world, the Green New Deal, that he is so far down this trail that to stand up and say, you know what, we were wrong, he just doesn't have it in him. He's not, uh, he's not courageous enough. He doesn't feel comfortable enough in his own skin to be able to stand up and say, you know what, I was wrong. Uh, I, w- I was wrong, and it's costing Americans. It's costing the world. It has created a war in Europe. And don't get confused that this war in Europe is inextricably tied to America's energy policy. Had we kept the policies in place that President Trump uh, promoted uh, during our 2017 through uh, 2020 years, we would not see the Ukraine debacle that we're facing uh, today. I, I don't believe that, 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 that Putin would have done what he did. He's seen a weakness now, both in how we left uh, Afghanistan, uh, the weakness in turning over the uh, the finishing of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, of how Iran, and he's got China backing him up on all this. When you put all of those pieces of the puzzle together, um, which would never have happened under President Trump, uh, and it, it's it's staggering to me uh, to see this president making bad decision after bad decision, then standing up in front of the American people and either having the gumption or being being the audacity, maybe (laughs) to to tell us what, you know, things like going from uh, defunding the police to uh, we need to stand with the blue and the state of the state. I'm sitting there going, where is the media that's supposed to be the arbiters of truth in this country? Where are the, 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 you know, the people on CNN, MSNBC, the mainstream uh, media who aren't just calling complete BS on this guy? It just wears me out, John. I, I'm stunned that, we, uh, that we're seeing the loss not only of America's uh, reputation around the world, but the other thing that we're seeing that's really worrisome to me is that we're seeing the loss of journalism in America today. Well, I, I called I called it out in, no, in 2007. I said journalism is dead. I had no idea how right I'd be. So uh, to break this down to its simplest terms, we now have a United States president that is so beholden to these these radical climate cultists, as I call them, or these new Green Deal radical democratic socialists, that he would rather deal with the world's tyrants, starting with the thug Vladimir Putin, because he's been resistant to putting sanctions in place as it relates to energy, the one that would actually work. He'd rather deal with the likes of the mullahs in Iran that chant death to America and death to Israel. He'd rather deal with this murdering thug in Venezuela uh, and rather deal with OPEC nations, a lot of whom really don't like us very much and compromise our national security on the one hand and then hurt the American public on the other hand just to satisfy this this radical ideology and then lecture us how we need electric cars and that's where the real solution lies and and he's not going to bring produce any more oil or or open any more 
exploration here in this country. That seems uh, like a, a pretty real sick, twisted way of thinking to me. Sean, last night, uh, as we talked about this, I think I used the phrase a reckless disregard for reality. Um, and when we think about that, this is an administration that is disassociated with reality. Uh, when you have Pete Buttigieg standing up and saying uh, the way to deal with the, the high gas prices is everyone would just go down and buy an electric car. Um, I mean, well, the, you know, how, the average price of that's over 50 grand. A lot of people can't afford it. Absolutely. And, and, and the other side of it is that would not affect the price of gasoline. Uh, I mean, if, if it did, it would be a minor thing. It's like this uh throwing, um, you know, caution to the wind and using our strategic petroleum reserve to drive down uh, gasoline prices. It may have a, a week's impact to, to soften the, uh, the prices, but it's not going to have a long-term effect. The only way to have a long-term effect on the price of gasoline is through supply and demand. It's to tell the American uh, oil and gas producer, listen, we're not going to come in uh, behind you uh, with regulations, with taxes, with other things that uh, hit your bottom line. Uh, I, I saw Psaki saying we've got 9,000 permits out there. Go talk to the oil and gas guys about why they're not using them. Well, I can answer that for you. You don't have to go ask them, uh, Jen. The answer is they don't trust you. They don't trust your administration. They know that what Biden has said about disliking the oil and gas industry, trying to stop it, trying to strangle it. He believes that. And until this administration has gone, I will suggest to you the oil and gas industry is not going to go jeopardize their future uh, by going out and, and, and putting the money into uh, drilling for oil when they know for a fact that this administration will come in behind them uh, to backstab them, uh, to try to destroy the industry, all in the name of this praying at the altar of the climate. Well, I mean, that's that's what the, they've actually come out and said exactly that on numerous occasions. And and more importantly, they need to find new areas to explore where they'll have the 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 volume that is necessary to bring us to energy independence again quick break more with uh, former texas governor former energy secretary rick perry is with us listen a lot of you know i learned how to use a firearm when i was what 10 11 years old i i was a marksman at a very young age a pistol marksman anyway people ask me all the time hannity what kind of gun should i get and i always tell them well first the gun that you're willing to get trained in the safe use of and then secondly i tell them about my friends at Henry Repeating Arms. And then I tell them to go to henryusa.com, their website. They'll give you a free catalog, free decals, a list of dealers where you live, and they have over 200 models of rifles, shotguns uh, that you can choose from. You can't beat their performance. In every case, every Henry I have accurate is accurate right out of the box, uh, as reliable as any gun I've ever, I've ever purchased in my life. It's made in America or it's not made at all. It's a family-owned business. They're real patriots. They give back to vets and our military and our first responders and sick kids. And if you're in the market for a high-quality, American-made firearm, I'm going to tell you, you'll love this company, HenryUSA.com. Go there, get a free catalog, free decals, a list of dealers where you live, HenryUSA.com. You tell them your friend Sean Hannity said hello. 
tired of government overreach and Big Brother watching your every move. Now it's time to take back America. This is the Hannity Show.